Listener Production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One... Hey, hey, hey. I know that language. <laughs> Hello in Finnish. Yes, it is. Um, but also the thing a fun cop might say instead of hello, hello, hello. Yes, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> it's Fat Albert. That was, that was the... Uh, do you One you of the worst. remember Fat Albert, would you? Yeah. I remember that he made a film version of it, of it with... Um, Oh, what's the Careful guy's who from... you name here because no, no, he's going to name from... a fat guy. No, it's <laughs> the guy from SNL. I can't remember his name, though. Oh, right. Okay. Don't jump in, anyone, because <laughs> you will accidentally fat shame someone who wasn't starring. Um, hey, big show. Huge show. We should point I'm out to... I'm a bit to, nervous, though. Pe- people might have seen that this episode of the podcast hopefully has a little E sign next to it mm. for explicit because all things going well... Yes. Each of us will do a swear on today's show. Mm. We decided that we're not just going to do the whole show recklessly swearing. No. It's it has been what this show is about, and would look like we're just doing it for the sake of doing it. Mm. Um, but I have tradition a dictates that the 39th episode each year <laughs> we are allowed to do one swear to ward off evil spirits for the coming festive season. That's, That's what right. it's for. That's what it's for. Also, I mentioned in show four, I think it was. Yeah. That I had a story yep. that required a swear word. Yep. And where did we sit now that we we're just a podcast and not broadcasting nationally? We can swear our we can swear to the cows come home. Yes. And then when they come home we can tell them to F off and <laughs> go, go away. <laughs> yeah, we'll do yeah, whatever yeah, we exactly. want as a podcast. But it does mean you get a little E next to it. And we just felt, as we said, episode four, mm. it's it could have turned us in a whole different direction. Mm. Might have turned into bloody Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, re- just <laughs> recklessly making billionaires smoke joints and swear. Yeah. And instead, we've we've retained. Um, we went a, a different sense of decorum. Yeah. Sense of decorum. Mm. We're all wearing our formal tracksuits. You yeah. know, we got we don't have to do things a certain way on this show. Yes. However, it's thirty ninth episode today. <laughs> I swear is in order. Yes. The to spirits be warned. Be warned, spirits. You shall be warded off for the festive season. <laughs> Why don't you kick us off with your story, Endo? And I look forward to the swear. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, hear you swear thousands of times every day, but I look forward to one into the mic. A red hot swear. That's that's what I'm... Weapons free, Andy. Permission to swear. Take them off safety? Yep. Okay. You are in, you are cleared hot to swear. Well, we should point out to uh, if anyone's got kids around, you can switch off this podcast. Just wait a week or go to 40. Yeah. It's already out. It feels like a long run-up to this, <laughs> this story. Yeah, say, in case you haven't noticed, like Annie's going to do a swear. A 35-week run-up to the story. Oh, I can't wait for so I've been thinking about it every day. It better be good. Which I'm worried about. No, because... no, no. This will be wonderful. This will be great. You said it was the funniest story. <laughs> it was. Not the funniest story. It was a funny story. <laughs> <laughs> and I know. I know where this <laughs> No, no, no. It's a good story. Yes. Worth the wait. Okay. <laughs> I was down the beach. <laughs> good so far. So far, so good. Like the good setting. start. Love the setting. What could happen? Many things could happen. It's down there with a friend of mine, Jess, uh, and r- Beck yeah. as well, my girlfriend. Here we go. And Jess's fiance, Patty. Here we go. And Cat amongst the pigeons. And Beck had never met Patty. <laughs> We've already got so many avenues for mischief, mayhem. What if they're alone right. together yeah. and they don't know 
what to talk about or yep. he calls her an F and you And so Patty's kind of a, a, a fairish build, yep. shorter than me, doesn't look overly athletic, bit more bulky. No, having a bit of a go at Patty, yeah. <laughs> it's important to the story. Okay. Because <laughs> it sounds like you're just Sorry. trying to assert dominance over Patty. <laughs> <laughs> so Beck goes to... Jess. Yeah. Jeez, he's not, what, what he's, is, not very, he's not very even fit, is he? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's strong. All oh, right. But not as tall what, as you. What does he do? What's he do, like, uh, fitness-wise? Because he looks quite strong. Yeah. You know, a bit stocky, but strong. Boulder lifts. And Jess says, oh, Paddy does sweet fuck all. Watch your language. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was pretty good, I guess. I wonder how he got so strong. Okay, well, <laughs> thanks so much for joining us, guys. There will be more of the episode. Jack and I each have to do a swear. No, it continues. It continues, <laughs> Oh, boy. So that's what she said. I thought he went to the gym. So that was a good little... So he does. That was a good, it was a good wrong foot. He does sweet fuck all. Oh, there we go. We're doing lots of swears, are we? thought we agreed it was one. I want to continue the momentum of the yeah. story. Time went by. We went up to cook some dinner. And while I was over on the barbie... Beck sidled across to me and goes, oh, you just wouldn't have picked Patty to do that, would you? And I was like, what do you mean? She goes, street parkour. <laughs> <laughs> you realise he does street parkour for fitness. And I was like, really? Like bouncing? She goes, yeah, like bouncing over. Because you're going, things. but he's very stocky and quite short. <laughs> yeah. How does he get, how does like, he get off the like, ground? Wow, this is pretty amazing. Yeah. <laughs> So, so then I'm going across to Patty when I've got a bit of it's a It's funny, isn't it? When, it, when you think, so, if I sit, you can put anyone on the street and if you go, oh, they do parkour. It does change your perception so of I'm someone. Like, oh, wow. So then when the girls are away, I'm just sharing a beer with Patty and the barbecue and went, how'd you get into street parkour? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I don't do parkour. It's like, oh, right. Beck, Beck thought you did. And uh, obviously, we complete the loop. Figured it out. Figured it out. <laughs> Figured it out. Does that, uh, yes. Sweet parkour. Sweet parkour. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad thing. I had this the other day. Because mm. parkour, everyone's impressed by parkour, but can't be bothered to learn it. Remember Farah tried to for a bit? So funny. <laughs> a friend of Remember ours? we met that kid that's like, I do parkour. You're yeah. like, well, you're like 15. You like, you just... You're just, just jumping from vents to vents. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, the yeah. best guys in the world know that's super impressive. Like, yeah. the guys that did stunt doubles for Jason Bourne. Yeah. But I had someone the other day go, I'm into parkour. Hmm. And, and you look at me like, okay, that's impressive. Because you immediately think of the YouTube stuff you've seen, like people jumping buildings. Yeah. Then I kept chatting to them. It turns out they were a fan. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that, oh, I think you actually have to say that because yeah. whenever if you say to someone, I'm into parkour, yeah. I think you like spend your weekends you did a backflip off a second story yeah, building, yeah. leaping from like an open car park wall <laughs> yeah. onto the top of a truck and yeah. then sliding down a pole. We're all fans. We're like all, anyone all. that shows me a clip of YouTube going, look at this guy's jumping from a skyscraper to a skyscraper, you're like, yeah, oh, what yeah, an idiot. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, geez, that's hard. Yeah, I'm into that. I'm not into. <laughs> I'm not going to say to people, oh yeah, I'm into parkour. <laughs> We're trying to wrap, tie a lot of loose ends up, Ham, yeah. towards the end of the year. And uh, one was you promised two more uses of a ghillie suit. Yes. That we, got downgraded last week. <laughs> I think we negotiated one use. Because we had a partial use And last one week. near use. Near use, sorry. Which yeah. counts, which we round up to two. <laughs> uh, certainly more than one. Yep. 
And uh, this is one of those ones you can only round it one way. Um, some people didn't. Uh, some people don't know what a ghillie suit is. Yeah, we tried it's to explain it last week as much as we can. It's like the stuff. That full camouflage sniper suit. It's got the dangly bits off it. They look like vines or leaves yeah. or whatever. You know, you clear and present danger. Classic film. Yep. Um, got a ghillie suit in it. Sniper with Tom Berenger. Mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of '90s references. There hasn't been a great sniper film. Well, American sniper, I suppose. He didn't use a ghillie suit. He was an yep. urban sniper operating in a. <laughs> In a built-up urban environment, but we he had... would have trained with a ghillie suit. We just didn't see many of those in scenes in Clint Eastwood's masterpiece. And in true story, um, oh, we, we had, had one of the suit, teachers yeah. uh, in a ghillie suit to try and yeah. do a drug bust in the playground. But again, true story v American Sniper, American Sniper, so they got more play. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, we had more ghillie suits. <laughs> so who did make the better thing? Um, but the point is, it's it's supreme level camouflage. Mm. The idea being, if you're in a suit like this. We've all seen the scene from Clear and Present Danger, or not everyone else. <laughs> but you can get within meters of someone. Yep. And if you're a very if you're a sneaky, sneaky sniper, mm. you not detected. So mm. I thought these <laughs> Too were Too close for your gun, I'd reckon though. Yeah. Well, he still did it though, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen it. <laughs> you haven't seen it? No. Classic scene, Andy. Okay. Okay. Can't figure, they can't see where he is. They're all trying to spot him, yeah. and then he's right in front of them the whole time. Right. You'd love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so did you take the suit home? Took it. So had the suit, uh, packed it into the car, take it home, because I said on last week's show, I believed that the $400 we spent on these two high-level camouflage suits were in worthwhile investment for how'd, the show. How'd you go for hide-and-seek? And I pledged, yep. you know, we've got to use them. Because you wanted value out of them, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I, the best thing I could think of was playing hide-and-seek in the backyard with the ghillie suit on. Mm. Uh, money, therefore, making it money well spent, <laughs> therefore getting me off the hook. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, well, I recorded it. I recorded the hide-and-seek. Right. Uh, now, did you, just to set the scene, Yep. Did were you in the suit before... Sonny had to count? No, I, he, I said, you go inside. Mm-hmm. Good question. Mm-hmm. Um... I said, you go inside, and I was able to go outside and get into the suit. So you didn't right. know the suit. I didn't know the suit existed. Yeah. That's great to hear. Okay. Yeah. So how much? How long was he counting for? A uh, hundred. Got so to hold him in there for a hundred. Okay, good. Yeah. So, so, that and checks, so plenty of time for me to get in the suit. suit and then where were you going? Uh, in the bushes. Okay. Good luck. Thanks. All right, here I am. Got the ghillie suit on. About to hide here in the garden. Sonny's about to come and try and find me. This is great. Um, Goose, it looks good. So glad I've got these. This is awesome. I'm just going to duck up into a ball and pretend to be a bush. Ten minutes later. <laughs> oh, there you go. Um, all over, all done. Good fun. <laughs> took him a little while to find me, but uh, he did get me, but it took him a while because of the ghillie suit. Glad we got him. That was a good use of him. Have fun with that, Sonny. Yeah, he's giving me a thumbs up. He's had fun. I've had fun. Uh, good stuff. You didn't, didn't do it. I know you didn't do it because you left the suit here last week. <laughs> I just wanted to see how long. <laughs> completely slipped my mind. I totally forgot I said I'd do that till this morning when you went, how'd you go? <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. Good. Because you, know, you, ran, you ran off last week and, I, and I, saw the, I saw the suit just sitting on the couch and I went, oh, he hasn't taken that. Worth the shot. Worth the shot. Worth the shot. The perfect audio. <laughs> Bashy tried his best. Ah, <laughs> oh, worth a shot. Yeah, completely slipped my mind. Totally forgot I was doing that. Um, but I'll, yeah. I'll, you know, no. who knows what will happen. If you've got the receipts, can we still take nah, it back now? I'll give it a crack over summer. <laughs> She'll be too busy next week. Jacko, 
<laughs> you, you start, Jack, because you, you started to tell us a story. Oh, you... Oh. you were joking in here to the team that we could pick any store we wanted to get a $10 gift voucher to for our Christmas present for our hard work on the show this year. Yeah. Just, just the fact that Jack <laughs> classifies it as joke. There are some workplaces where that would, would be that would be an absolute dream come true to get a $10 voucher, but Jack... You laughed at us. The expectation from Jack that we have to get him like a hovercraft or something. No one, no one's ever done under a twenty dollars gift voucher. I don't think. And so then I said, so, <laughs> so what, I said, so what is it? The worst? Is it the worst Christmas? Can I present? just say though, that it was a test though of character. When I made it was a joke because I mean we'll probably be looking at fifteen plus for sure. But <laughs> it was a joke. But when I said it without blinking. Mm-hmm. Mike, radio, radio Mike, Mike, straight away goes EB Games. Good idea. So exactly. like, I'm not. I'm, he's outside. Most of you have brothers and sisters. Yeah, well, it just seemed like a kind of kid that was like, I know what I want. I'm not leaving this city on the table. Yeah. If this is a trick, I'll get it right now. EB Games, thank you. Don't. I'm not going to hang around and like check the veracity of the offer. What if it is like beat the bomb? What if it goes down or it's off? It goes. I'll get it now at ten. Ten's good. Um, well, unlike. Jack over here, yep. part of the ungrateful, part of the ungrateful his, ra- ra- Putting his head back and roared <laughs> laughing, going, I'll wait till you're talking about getting me a, a case of Fulbardi. <laughs> then, then we'll talk. <laughs> it's expensive but delicious. Yes, $130 bottle, please. Of water. Um, Jack, then I said, well, what is it? Is it the worst gift that you ever heard of? And you started to tell us a story. You said, no, I've given my mum the worst gift. <laughs> and that's when we paused it and we're here now. <laughs> yeah. I was 15 and it was the first time I took myself into the city to buy presents for everybody. <laughs> Come on, Jack. First where are we going? I'll tell you when we get there. Oh, I hope it's the city. Oh, good guess. How'd you know? I'm you. Oh. First time I had a part-time job doing boundary umpiring for local footy, so I had enough money to spend. Yes. A few years before your life of crime at the cinemas? Yes, where I stole popcorn. Mm, and money. Delicious, delicious uh, bankable popcorn. Yes. I didn't do that. So I got my dad. A- <laughs> you, you did. <laughs> You're a regular Giles. <laughs> no one will get that reference. No. Oh, uh, actually, they won't. Miss Prize. I got my dad a CD. Mm. Nice. My brother, Very generous of you. Thirty bucks. Uh, PlayStation magazine, oh. and then I didn't get mum anything. Was coming home on the train, panicking. <laughs> I didn't get her anything. So did you forget to get her something? No, or were you on a high after buying the PlayStation? I tried a few shops and just couldn't find. What, Anything that, you, was, that right. I was, really, was really right. Coming home <laughs> and on the walk home, the only real store is like a small sh- uh, strip of shops um, was Baker's Delight. <laughs> <laughs> so I asked Baker's Delight if they would do a $20 gift voucher. They don't do gift vouchers. No surprises. <laughs> to a bakery. So what? So, so, so what they... No what, surprises. <laughs> I mean, you get your birthday club <laughs> finger bun, <laughs> but like, so what they you would, could, could you a five hundred dollar gift? That's, oh, geez, that's a lot of pizza rolls. Yeah. <laughs> so they gave me instead. They had a two dollar off coupon, and they gave me ten two dollar off coupons for twenty dollars. They've done an absolute number. <laughs> they have done an absolute number on you. It wasn't official. No way. No, no, the guy wasn't. working there just pocketed the twenty. I just saw this guy magic beans. <laughs> It has no value to them. Well, I mean, they did do $2 off, but you can only no, use it one at a time. There's so. no way he put that through the register. 
I suppose you have to go in and get your cheese and bacon <laughs> roll, which are about two bucks, <laughs> and then use your voucher. But and it's one at one, a time. One per visit. Yeah, one at a time. How, so oh, how much does a poppy seed nut roll? 45 cents. Oh, look, give us four. Keep the change. <laughs> Keep the tip. You know, technically I get 20 cents out of this. So did you give your mum 10 $2, two dollar off vouchers? Bakers yes. Delight vouchers. Yes. What was her response? I want to apologise to her now because Can I knew... Can we call her? Yeah. Yeah, yeah let's call... Oh, let's, we need a... In fact, actually, let's not, let's not call her, Jack. Put it. Put your apology into a song for yeah, us. Yeah, that's a nice idea. And and then we'll we'll call her. <laughs> you can play the song to your mum. I think that'll be more. Right. At least then you put effort in, unlike the Christmas present. Yeah, because again, yeah, the call. It's just calling an after off the off a whim. Yeah. That's the same effort you put into a Christmas present. Yeah. Just an absolute afterthought. Yeah. Let me ask you this: did, Would she normally go to Baker's Delight to do the family's like bread and bakery shopping anyway? Yes. Yep. So you're basically saying, well, hey, mum, well, you're out providing for us anyway. Yeah, I'll probably eat that two bucks. Oh, yeah, cake. I'm eating the. I'm eating what you're buying anyway. But here's some way of making it a tiny, tiny <laughs> bit less expensive for you as you go about your shopping for me. I cannot believe. I, I know. I'm, the, I'm not. Happy. We're getting the dude that sold you that is still <laughs> laughing. He went straight out and bought like a bottle of Sambuca or something. <laughs> Underage, he just absolutely. We just took you for a massive ride. Jack's fifteen. I would dream. He's fifteen when he did this. Fifteen. I think. Did the guy rip? Were they little rip out coupons? They're all singular. Yeah, but like they're actually. I remember them. They were shaped like a loaf of bread. Like a slice of oh, bread. Hey, top, oh, top quality coupons. It is worth. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, so sorry for laughing. God. That's one of the best coupons I've ever. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's at the twenty. I would have dreamt of a customer like that. Guys, I can't believe it. This guy's. You know how we sometimes just give these away for like a handful in the bag. <laughs> this guy. He just paid, he just paid cash. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my god! Why would you go next? <laughs> go to a rug sale and say, oh, "Don't worry about the ninety-five percent off. I'm able to pay full retail for the rug." <laughs> wow! Okay, oh. McDonald's is selling you the salt and pepper oh. satchels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like a bundle of straws for fifty bucks. Oh, sure, you could do that. Yeah. All right. Where's meet that us, belt? Meet us out back. <laughs> I'll throw in some napkins. Normally a dollar. D-Day, baby. Okay, here we go. We've all been looking forward to this. Yes. Jack, we are about to get back on mm. someone that I want you to know mm. enjoys complete diplomatic immunity yep. from me and Andy. We have to protect him. He was the victim in a bullying case from years ago. He's well, the one that blew the whistle on your schoolyard bullying. So what I know of what we're doing now is Riley is a guy who once hinted at a story about Million Dollar Minute. Yes. Yeah. The game show, and now we're getting him on to retell that well, story. Last he, time we had him on the show, he, he ended the phone call by yelling, oh, guys, I cheated at Million Dollar Minute, and I got a... He cheated on a game show. Yeah, $5,000. And we're like, we want to hear that, but we'd been gone on too long because the reason he was on the show that day was to blow the whistle on how you bullied him at school. We all know the incident. Uh, I'll go over it now so we don't have to traumatise Riley when we get him up so he doesn't have to hear it again because I think it's the victim. Should I, should I tell it how I remember it? Whoa. Okay, go for it. I, we I, don't, I don't really often get the accused <laughs> to tell their version of the story go for it. and let it be entered into the record. A desperate man, Riley, wanted to get on the podcast. He knew me from Ooh. high school. That part is true. He fabricated a story where I bullied him. When you talked to him on the phone, he said, oh, yeah, I think he laughed at me one time when I asked to go mm. to the toilet. 
What a shame. A true case of non-bullying. And then... Oh, that's not non-bullying. <laughs> you did laugh at him when he needed to go to the toilet. Well, Sorry, can't... Jack, but I believe the victim. Uh, <laughs> uh, what he said was he needed to go to the toilet. Is it a really vulnerable time in his life? Yeah. And rather than... Uh, have you as a comrade there, as a young man, standing shoulder to shoulder with him, saying, wrapping an arm, wrapping an arm around him, saying, "Understand your pain," and we're all in this adolescent mess together. Why, yeah, why is going to the toilet an <laughs> adolescent mess? Because <laughs> it's about the body, and it's a confusing time for everyone going through it. Instead of not saying, doing a wee, <laughs> instead of saying that, Jack, what came out of your mouth can only be described as the the giggle that echoed across decades. The yeah. most bullying. Giggle. thing you could have done. I mean, we we all giggle in a nice way. You giggle. <laughs> yeah. With a real You've got sense a sharp of... giggle, boy. <laughs> and now I know where it came from. <laughs> and that's obviously stuck with him. He did a brave thing coming so forward. So when we said we're going to get him back up to tell us the story about he cheated, how he cheated on a game show, mm. you said, Ken, that'd be great because this is the swear show. You haven't sworn yeah. yet. And he's done his swear. I've got my swear <laughs> out of the way. Well, he you... caused me a lot of grief on my social media pages because people, like... I started posting photos of just me and my wife and, I don't know, the races or something and people go, bully, bully. <laughs> Look at the bully. So, so you'd like to say F you to him. You, you hey. said last episode you wanted him up so you could swear at him. Now I'm, I'm having second thoughts on that a little bit because that does seem like <laughs> the punishment does not fit the crime, which he did, which was make people say, call me a bully. Yeah, That's so, his crime. Yeah. But my punishment, F, saying F you to him is probably too much. Right. I wondered if I could just say like, oh, F that, Riley. F that. Oh, you want to down? Oh, so you, you, you want to more be exasperated <laughs> yeah. at the situation yeah. rather than or swear a WTF? At him. Maybe like yeah. Riley, what, what? Well, WTF, mate? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Well, you just do it however you like. Now, do you want us to say Jack's got something to say to you, Riley, or would you prefer us to <laughs> just let you chime in when you when you're ready? <laughs> Prompt him. Prompt him. So you just say Get him Riley. Ready. Yeah. Jack's got something to say. <laughs> yeah, okay, great, great, great. All right, we're getting on now. Yeah. Riley. Ahoy. Ahoy, mate. Ahoy, Ahoy. Riley. Yeah, we cannot wait to hear the story. Sorry it's been such a long time between drinks. Yeah. That's all right. Look, it's, it's, it's great to be back on the show. Uh, is, is Jacko there? Jacko is, uh, is in yes. the background here. Hello, um, Riley. Good to speak Jack. to you again. G'day, mate. Do you regret yeah, what you while. said look, about me? Um, I'm, look, can I just say um, I'm very sorry that I've sort of, you know, I've contributed to you being the one who's picked on now. I guess his, history's a circle. Yep. Mm, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I am I'm very sorry, mate. Thank you for saying that. I have nothing to say. You're a fucking legend. Jack turned it around. <laughs> oh Whoa, dear! Riley. Wow! Jack has used his swear on you, but he's used it in an endearing he's way, used it in a positive way, where we felt in the lead up that you may cop a barrage of effing assaults. Yeah, you have actually Jack's got turned it. it around. Yeah. Okay. Well, Riley, that's. Just a dramatic reversal there, geez. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, no, we're that's, all a, that's very big of you, Riley. And I was about, I was going to do the same thing, but you got in first um, to well, be the bigger yeah, well, Actually, he wasn't, Riley. <laughs> Initially, Jack's plan was to launch into an FU. <laughs> Riley, talk us through how you won. You won five thousand dollars on the TV show Minute to Win It, even though you cheated. No, this is Million Dollar Minute, wasn't oh, million it? Million Dollar yeah. Minute. Yeah, so Million Dollar Minute. Uh, basically, you get asked a bunch of questions. You, there were three people, and if you were the person like with the highest score, you got to do what was called the Million Dollar Minute, where you'd be asked like a flurry of questions in one minute, yep. and then you had to sort of work your way up the, the leaderboard over consecutive days. Alpha Bucks. And if you got to the top, obviously, yeah, you got, <laughs> yeah. You got to the <laughs> now, now, now popularly known as Alpha, Alpha Bucks, Bucks on the radio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, Riley, talk us through how you cheated, though. 
So what happens is, right, there's three of us. There's me, there's this other older bloke and, and a lady, right? And the three of us, they sit us down and um, Simon, the, the host, Simon Reeve, comes out. I did have to Google his name. I did forget that. I will, I will cop that. Anyway, he comes out and says, g'day, we get down to business. Now, the thing is, the lady, absolute red-hot pistol she is. She's answering questions left, right and centre. Um, sometimes before Simon's even finished answering, uh, asking us. And me and the older bloke, we're just sitting in like a pair of turkeys while she's firing off all these answers, getting herself miles because we've got no chance, right? Yep. So there's this bonus round, right, where they give a chance to whoever's not winning to make up some ground. So they're going to give me and the older bloke just, just us to a question. And whoever gets it can either knock off a few hundo points off the leader or yep. bloody pocket $5,000 do. So obviously already you realise how this one's going to end. Yes. And so Simon explains that the, the question's going to be multiple choice. And the first to buzz in after he says now gets the first crack at answering. Okay. And it's here that I get this idea. There's no way that they can perfectly sync up turning on the buzzers when this bloke says now, there's no way that they can get it perfect, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. they must have to just be on the whole time and rely on us not, you know... Not buzzing big, in. Yeah. I mean, and you blokes, you love a sneaky cheese. Obviously, big cheese, no good, but sneaky small cheese. Oh, big cheese, you get away with it. Low level, if it's well executed. <laughs> um, appreciate a well executed plan. Um, so, so right. Riley, essentially, you just buzzing a little earlier is the elaborate cheat. So, what happens is, right... <laughs> He puts up the picture of a flag. I know you have to name it. Like that bloke you had with all the knights on and that sort of stuff. I know, I know my flag's cold. Yep. The thing is, I've got to time it very carefully because if, if I do it too early, mm. it's going to be like the, you know, the bloke at the, at the Olympics with a pistol. He's going to have a false start, get back on the block. Yep. But if I do it too late, then old mate next to me is going to, going to buzz in there like that. Mm, yep. Anyway, I think I, I think I did a pretty good job. And uh, I asked the question, it was Cambodia or something, and he turns to me and goes, ah, good, well done, mate. Um, uh, do you want the points or the money? And I look at him and go, uh, mate, oh, I think I'll take the cash. So... Yep. It was like a second or so ahead of time, but I definitely, definitely buzzed in before, oh, you know, okay. you were supposed to be allowed. Riley, 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 Riley. Riley, it's an early buzz. Is the cheat? I don't think we needed to wait the whole year to hear that story. <laughs> I thought you <laughs> saw the questions or something yeah, in the dressing some, room or cheat. like they're not making Ocean's Eleven for that. Riley, this is called early buzz. You know what? The one second, yeah. early buzz. mate. Riley, One, I'm glad double, Jack giggled at you. Yeah, oh, no, hang on, Ando. No. Hang on. Here we go. Here we go. He's a hard man to please, Hamish. No, yeah, he's not. All you have to do is say something Riley. vaguely interesting. No, I mean, look, Riley, it was quite a long run-up <laughs> for a one-second early boring. buzz. Hey, that's two swear words, mate. That's two swears. That's... Mind your fucking language, Andrew. Mind your fucking language. You stop killing Jack. You stop killing Jack. You're a big fucking bully. Everyone's shooting for the hips in here. Okay, okay. We better this up. Simmer down. Riley, thank you. Thank you, Got us into a swear word shootout. So there was there was light at the end of the tunnel. Right. Thanks, Riley. <laughs> Thanks, Riley. No, no, no worry. Good uh, trim. Good. Sorry, I'm glad you enjoyed it. No, it was mm. good. Good trim mm. 90 out, though. Good trim 90 <laughs> out. But good buzzing. Yeah. Good buzzing yeah. early. Yeah, cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um... We've composed ourselves, and I look. I won't swear again for the rest of the show. I think I've, I think I've got mine out of the system as yep. promised. Yep. And Jack, how do you go? No more from me. No more. <laughs> yeah, okay, you good. would feel a bit vindicated though, Jack, because um, we turned on you very often. <laughs> a little <laughs> bit, but just after you became a nice guy, so now I'm it was a roller coaster. But <laughs> we all we all knew that that um, <laughs> there could have been some areas where you sped up the story a little bit by yeah. going. I just jumped in perhaps before a question was finished on a quiz show and gave mm. myself a small advantage. I, I acknowledge. Be, I acknowledge. That was, that was that, quite a fast way to say it, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. I acknowledge that 
off the back of this podcast, I, I, I will appear more than a, of a bully than Jack will. That's, that's possible. Yeah, that's fine. I'll take that on the chin. You really stamped on him at the end. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I feel like it's a title you were seeking. <laughs> seeking a little bit of that bullying limelight. No, no. And I thought we were zero tolerance. <laughs> hey, oh, I'm confused. We've got a zero tolerance on bullying him. Well, um, not what I saw. <laughs> <laughs> I feel hey. like we've got a low teens tolerance. Yeah. Like we'll let a fair bit go. <laughs> hey, Special skill to wrap uh, up I got a, show. I, I got a young man that's agreed to come in. He doesn't live too far away because I think you'll enjoy this skill, Ando. Mm-hmm. Rory. He's only 19, but uh, goodness me, he's got a skill. He says, just by looking at someone, I can tell what AFL team they go for. <laughs> <laughs> then he writes, it's served me well over the years. And, yeah. and he does a little winking emoji. Oh, yeah. Sort of saying it in the way that you might, I know. like it's got him lots and lots of perks. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, oh, I look exactly like... Barack Obama and served me well over the years. years. Yeah. A lot of people accidentally give me free meals. Yes. Like, I don't know how it served him what? well over the years. Like, I just can't see too many situations where he's like getting done for speeding or something. The and the like, oh, hang on a sec. <laughs> you and me are clean with what are we? How does he do it? I'll let you off just with a warning, mate. Anyway, it has served him well over the yeah. years. The other thing that he's um, put on his application is he said, hey, by the way, We've got another bit that says the thing that you know more than 90% of the population about. Hmm. He's written Jack's dodgy house building techniques. He says, I wouldn't hold your breath on the house finishing anytime soon, fellas. Really? What does he mean he knows more than everybody else about it? I guess. Yeah, well, yeah. We'll have to ask him. That's a bit weird. Yeah, anyway, he's got he's inside. He knows more than, not you, but he knows more. Yeah, he's around. He's going to come in. So what I thought we'd do is we get Rory in and then... Uh, let's just get five people to come in, stand at the door. How many? Four out of five? For four a, out of five, we get a coin. That's our usual system. Okay, we'll have a... a, 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 a here he comes. Oh, here he comes. I was going to say a, a mini break and allow... Um, no, he's walking in. Here we go. What do you? What team do you reckon he goes for? Uh, Don't say like crows because even though that's, he's got a stripy jumper on. Doggies. Yep. Come on reckon, in, bud. Take a seat over here. I reckon Essendon. <laughs> How are we, Roy? Roy, we're Roy. just having a... Uh, how you guess who you go for? Yeah, I heard Essendon. Yep. You'd be wrong. I said the doggies. <laughs> nah. Oh, Close though. Sort of same, same, you know. Oh, yeah, not people like Same that. league? Yeah. <laughs> same league. Same North, league. North yeah. Melbourne. Australian Kilda. Football League. Oh, St. Kilda. Kilda. Okay. okay. Well, we're terrible. <laughs> yeah. uh, we were miles off. So uh, It was as know... interesting or less interesting than hearing people guess each other's star signs. <laughs> <laughs> Roy, just a quick one. You said you also know a lot about Jack's bad building. Oh, yeah. Have you gone past his house? Have you seen him in action? No, no, I've just got a mate who uh, works down at Jack's local, you know, hardware store. It's oh, really? I heard he's been he's been skimping on on wood costs and, <laughs> and all sorts. Of... Wait, what do you mean I've been skimping on wood costs? Be oh, he's in. been going in for you know, there's some good Brazilian wood you be getting, and he should uh, go on the you know, oh, dodgy Merbu. Oh. Yeah, dodgy wood. So, don't you know, know, don't know. Wouldn't be surprised that. if it fell down if I was to be honest. <laughs> all right, all right, uh, all right. Play on. Uh, <laughs> true, or, true or not, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> a, okay, Rory. It's here, a great, it's hey, a great, it's a great haymaker to throw in. You go, someone I, I know. Figured, I figured. I go, I go. Know a mate who works at your wood shop. Yeah. <laughs> um, Rory. Very hard for Jack to combat that. Here are the terms of this contest. Yeah. We have five different individuals outside that mm-hmm. will walk in. You'll glance at them. Yeah. You'll then turn to Hamish and I and say what club AFL club you think they barrack for. Mm-hmm. They'll either yell out correct or they'll give you the correct club. Mm. Right. Okay. Uh, look, 
this is a very hard skill. I'm actually going to I'm actually going to reassess. Yeah. I reckon 3 out of 5. Take 3. Yeah. 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 Uh, we were going to make it 4. That's the usual threshold for getting a coin. If but you I mean get, if this you get is 5 8 coin coin. Yeah. If yeah. you get 5 out of 5, you get an 8 coin coin and that's oh, I would take that. that's phenomenal. Yeah. Good, Good luck, Rory. All right. Thank you. Let's, uh, we've we've also checked, and they do all follow an right. AFL team. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. Here we go. First up is Lizzy. Cool. In comes Lizzy. Lizzy, there she is, standing there. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to say Richmond. No. Yeah, Lizzy thought you'd say <laughs> Richmond. <laughs> yeah. Crows. Adelaide Crows. Adelaide okay, Crows. definitely. Wouldn't. I don't reckon I've ever got an outside of Victorian team. Oh, okay. Oh, so nice. we started off yeah. tough. Yeah. All right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He's down one. He's down, down one. one. Put it out of your mind, though. Yep. Yes. Focus on. Yeah, yeah. Just game. Take it. You've got to take it match by match, one match at a time. Here we go. Skip. Ooh. Either Hawthorne or Essendon, I reckon. Can you give us a I guess can, on that? No, no. I'll, I'll, I'll narrow it. I'll narrow it. Okay. I can say. <laughs> I can say you're. You, yeah, it is a Hawthorne or Essendon. Hawthorne. Essendon. Oh! You're kidding. Yeah, we're giving we a half kid. point. We, we wouldn't kid. kid. I've got it on the list. Jeez. Um, <laughs> zero from two. Zero from two. Okay. Okay. Here we go, Pete. Pete. Uh, Collingwood. <laughs> Melbourne. <laughs> what, what made you think Collingwood there? Uh, the way I do it is I sort of picture them in the merchandise. <laughs> And he looks like a man who, who suits the white and yeah, black. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And that. now that you've heard Melbourne, yeah. how does that sit with you? Yeah, well, you know, he looks a bit out of touch with the common man, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you think? Yeah, that'll do it. That's Melbourne for he you. He did have nice boots on. <laughs> yeah. He had RMs on. Yeah, RMs. Okay. okay, here we go. This is just for honour now. Uh, yeah. yeah. Nick, here we go. Carlton. No, Richmond. Oh. What made you go Carlton? You just felt again merchandise? I felt, yeah. I felt you thought there was an Italian vibe. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Mediterranean. <laughs> yeah. Mediterranean is Greek. Richmond has a large yeah. Greek following. I'm having a clanger here. Uh, <laughs> that's all right. That's, I mean, you got you get, got close with that. I mean, I got your mate earlier who walked me up. He asked me what team he goes for, and I said Essendon. I, I got it right. Uh, he does have a lanyard on that's like <laughs> oh. a member. Two 2018 members, Essendon lanyard. <laughs> okay, but last, if you didn't notice the lanyard. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Last one. All right, Emily. Here we go. Now, really focus here, Raw. Oh, like, I feel like you just you're just going knee jerk reaction. Like, it really. Do you want to talk us through your process here? What are you imagining? Yeah, right. Um, okay. Well, she's got sort of a multicolored cardigan on, so that's not really a giveaway. <laughs> We're not going to bring him in Guernseys. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Who knows? Um, I'm going to say. I'm going to go Carlton again. I was driving the Swans. No, Western Bulldogs. The Western Bulldogs. <laughs> it's a zero count. A zero. <laughs> it is a hard game and it is well, you know. a zero count. Hey, Grinners, do you have a team? Jump in. Sarah's just walked back in. Uh, we'll go... Um, I'll go St Kilda. Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're seeing um, here is... <laughs> hey, Mike. No, 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 we can't, we can't keep Mike. doing this. Yeah. Mike, guessed Mike, right? oh, you guess Mike. Mike. Hey, hey, we can't keep going through because we'll get oh. up to 18. Yeah. And he's not going to get it. Everyone's <laughs> a one in 18. Yeah, exactly. So my point is we'll get to a point where statistically he should have oh. got one by okay. now. Okay, okay. Um, what about the... I mean... No, the game's over. I, I, I would just like to know historically, though, what was the moment where you, you thought, thought you this was a skill? Uh, I work at a cafe and I do it a fair bit to the customers and I get it like a, 
a fair few of them. Yeah. I've been on a bad run this week because yeah. I was trying to hone it. But yeah, yeah. I feel right. like I was, you know, I was putting too much pressure on. That can it. happen. You, know, you just, you just got to go back to your old method. Yeah, whatever I used to do it at primary school. Mm. People just bang, you know. Yes. Essendon, Hawthorne. Well, you, you have not received a <laughs> coin. You haven't. I mean, uh, bro, you haven't. I'll tell you what, it was a lot of fun having you in there. <laughs> <laughs> enjoyed enjoyed the little tidbit about Jack's house, his cheap heat check <laughs> yeah. house. Yeah, that was worth it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Worth um, it in we itself. We can give you, though, a Roy, token of no value. I'll definitely take a token of no value. You'll notice it's bronze. It's a lot yeah. smaller than a Hamish Nanny coin. Mm. It has a blank side, which expect? reduces its value to zero. Mm. Yep. Uh, it has absolutely no value. It comes and with no intrinsic value. Fantastic. We certainly place no value upon Brilliant. it. Brilliant. It uh, comes with no loaded value. Uh, you can add value. Sentimental value. You can add sentimental value yeah, to we, it. We don't give two hoots about you it. Couldn't care less about that coin because <laughs> no sentimental value for us. But it is something. Yeah. It's just no have no value. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Thanks, Rory. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for having me in. <laughs> it was a pleasure to watch you I almost get one. Still anymore. <laughs> <laughs>Ham, you know I played a golf uh, day this week for charity. Well. Said um, you absolutely shot the lights out of it and the people you were with couldn't play for shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not the case. <laughs> the man running it, uh, who does a lot of work with a charity called Red Dust. Beautiful charity. Um, beautiful charity. Is, was Santo Chilaro. Ah. We know Santo. Maybe people might have seen him from Have You Been Paying Attention? Santo, Santo Sam, Sam and Ed. Ed yeah. A cup fever. And he's also on the front bar occasionally. The guy I was playing with, um, you went to school with Santo. He went to school with Santo. And he told me a story about Santo at school days. And it didn't seem <laughs> right to me. Goss. So I thought, should we call Santo and level with him the accusation? Great. To see how he defends himself. Uh, can you say the guy's name? Keith. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I was looking for a yes or a no there. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, you say, so he'll know if he went to school with a Keith. Yes, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, okay. So let's. I've, Any chance this guy's just talking a big game, not expecting you to follow up on it? Could be, and that's why. Did, did Keith sound like seem like you know, or do you have every reason to believe Keith was telling? No, the truth? I, I Keith seemed like a good man of yep. his word. Okay, yeah. Um, I should just say Keith if you're listening. Andy didn't say that about the people. <laughs> playing, just a mild stitch up. Hello, you've called oh uh, four oh nine. Yes, don't give that out. <laughs> That's okay. Alan Jones hated it. <laughs> That's um, right. There's still a possible. Yeah. What is that? After that million possibilities. Yeah. After that, so, so it takes some. Oh, we wish of... you luck. We wish <laughs> you luck. <laughs> Go for it. Hello, Santo. How are you, Tamish and Andy? Hello, guys. How are we? <laughs> Good. 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 We're just calling you on the podcast, Santa. We should make that clear. Mm. Um, hey, great yes. day uh, with the golf day. I hear it was a cracker, I was, Santo. I was just saying to Haim, um, <laughs> a lot of great work with Red Dust. And if people want to check out that charity, they, what, what's the best place to go? Uh, reddust.org. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's all there. So uh, it's, it's all the work that's been done over the past 20 years. So it's been around for a long time. Yep. Beautiful stuff. We firmly encourage it. But Andy... Had a question, Santo. Something came up with his playing partners at the yep. golf day. So mm, yeah. I was playing with a guy called Keith who said he went to school with you. And I said, do you, do you have any school stories from Santo? And he told me a story. <laughs> now, did you go yeah. to school with a Keith, Santo? 
You know what? I've never recalled a Keith, uh, but because, I mean, I, I saw him on the day. I walked around with him. I used to be able to get away with the excuse of I can't play golf because I'm Italian, but unfortunately an Italian won a British Open this year, so I can't go with <laughs> yeah, someone anymore. Yeah, so Santo was yeah, just walking around. He was just, just mingling with all the groups. Oh, great. And yeah, so yeah. we saw Santo. So Keith was there. He was, he was a year below me, he told me. Is that, yeah. is that not what he told you? It's what he told me. And Santo, he yeah. said that after you'd left school, yeah. They were preparing for their exams at the end of year 12. Yeah. And they needed to invite back a student that had done well to talk about studying techniques and you were invited <laughs> back to assembly <laughs> and that you got up in front of everybody and was, you said a couple of techniques, but the one that stood with him was you study for your exams in the kitchen while your mum made dinner so you could get used to all the clatter around if people were being noisy in exam conditions. <laughs> <laughs> so you could get you used know? to ladle noise. <laughs> I, uh, this, <laughs> a bit of ladling noise. Look, you know, Andy, this is really weird. I have no recollection of coming back to school. In fact, I think that I, I reckon I got a bit bitter for a few years because I was never invited back to my school ever. <laughs> so I don't think I don't think it was me. However, this is the weird thing. Mm. This is the weird thing. Because hmm. uh, I spoke to Keith later, and he kind of raised it with me. He said, did you ever come back to the school to talk to any anyone about technique? And I said, I don't think so. And he said, oh, that must have been Frank Brazil, who was another Italian guy. <laughs> so I just reckon, He's just attributed it to... <laughs> I reckon Keith just said, here's an Italian guy, an Italian guy came back, uh, something, something about spaghetti, something about ladles, something about noise, something about mother. It's, you know what? It's racial stereotypes. Yeah, it uh, really it's is. Profiling. Classic false um, Italian memory syndrome. <laughs> but it's, uh, you know what? It's probably a good, good technique, and I still see Frank every now and again, even though he lives overseas now, uh, but he's, he's now surrounded by a lot of noise, and he's still very successful. <laughs> he was, was practising early to be a foreman. Whatever. Um, well, Sam, so I am, as everybody knows, you yourself know, I see you at a lot of events, uh, one eighth Italian, myself. <laughs> I want Andy now to conflagate that story and in future tell people that that's our home studies um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, with yeah, a lot of yeah, yeah. lot of racket in the kitchen. <laughs> because, Aim, you're so Italian. Very Italian. Yeah. And that's how I remember studying that way as well, <laughs> growing up. <laughs> do, you know, do you know, this is a weird thing, but mm. I actually edit, when I do editing for our shows, I actually edit with other television programs on in the same room because I do think that when you edit stuff, you think that everybody's listening right. and paying attention to whatever you do, but it's not. No one's doing that. Everyone's going out and like Frank's parents, they're washing the dishes and making the food. So I like to have a little bit of stuff going on as I edit because that's how I think people watch that. What a great insight. So it's yeah. basically, have you been paying attention? Because I'm not. Santo, <laughs> 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 thank you very much for joining us, mate. That's awesome. <laughs> See you guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, I do something that I think many, many people do and I'm not sure if it works or if it's doing anything. Dream diary. <laughs> dream diary. No, it's not a dream diary. Read us your dream. <laughs> You've been begging for weeks. No. I got myself a packet of Cool Mints. That's not the thing. I know a lot of people do that. That's why Allens keep, <laughs> keep <laughs> replenishing stocks in Coles or other supermarkets. They announce the good news to the Cool Mints factory. We're continuing with the tins and the bags. Right. I was going to put one in my mouth. Yeah. Dropped it in the kitchen. It yeah. rolled away. I went and picked up the Cool Mint. And just rubbed it on my, yeah. like my shirt, 
And then I popped it in my it's mouth. It's because it's a hard shell candy. Yeah. You don't think... But if you drop a wet Cool Mint, good God, no, you would never put that in your mouth. No. Because that thing, that that's like a, you know, that will suck up any bit of lint. Because I, I think because we, we feel... Mm. Nothing can stick to it. Not even germs could get a grip on a cool mint. If I, I, I find myself with plenty of foods, I drop them and I just give them a quick rub on my shirt before putting them back in my mouth. And that's why I've got joining us right now, Ham, to try and work out whether it does anything at all, a professor of structural biology. Yes. Uh, from the University of Western Australia, the School of Molecular Sciences. Alice, welcome. Hi there, how are you? Hi, Hi Alice, how's it going? Thanks for being on the show. What's cooking in the world of molecular biology <laughs> and structural, structural molecular biology these days? Well, lots of, lots of cool stuff's happening. We've, um, we're looking at lots of interesting proteins and, and how, I'm trying to understand how they work uh, by looking at their structures. Aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, well, that's okay. okay well, so, I mean, so you would know really because... At the, I mean, I'll, I'll just give you my layperson's understanding here of what food is, the edge of the food. Mm. So when Andy drops a cool mint, <laughs> to the naked eye, to the human eye, that would look very, very smooth and very spherical. Mm. Um, in fact, I was going to say, if you know, we made walls out of cool mint material, you'd never be able to climb up them because mm. it's so smooth. <laughs> but at a microscopic level, there'd be all sorts of bumps and ridges there that germs could hang on to during the brief period it hit the kitchen floor. Would that be correct, yep. Alice? Yeah, that's absolutely true, yeah. But do you need a bump for a germ to hang on? Yeah, you <laughs> like do. Yeah, even germs need handles. <laughs> I don't think so. I've got it written on a mug. Let's, let's ask the scientist. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a mug that says even germs need handles and it points to the coffee mug's handle. I don't, but I'm going to make one. Um, Alice, do you need a, a bump for a germ to hang on? Not really. I mean, germs <laughs> have their own ways of sticking to all sorts of surfaces. But at, I mean, at, at, the, see, nano, at the nanoscopic <laughs> level, it's all about handles. <laughs> no, it's not. It is. We're interlocking human, bumps. We're How does anything hang on to itself if it's not inter- interlocking? It's like mini Velcro at a very <laughs> nanoscopic level. Anyway, Alice, let's move on. Oh. Think of your teeth. Yep. Your yep. teeth are pretty smooth, at least if you brush them and fluff them. Yep. But bacteria can still stick to them. Yes, but okay. because at a nanoscopic level, okay. <laughs> enamel does have some holes in it. <laughs> um, Alice, is there any point in me rubbing all the foods, cool mints or a mint, uh, on my shirt? Is it helping at all? No, I think by rubbing it, you've probably added more bacteria onto it. Yeah. Okay. So the the, the cleanest thing to do would be to get a sterile. A uh, bit of tweezers that are sterile, <laughs> pick it up, and then pop it in my mouth that well, you way. You should run it under boiling hot water. To be quite honest, the, the best thing to do is put it in your hands and pop it in your mouth. Right. Don't drop it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Alice, while we've got you, um, this is sort of related, yeah. but I was having this discussion with my brother in law mm. on the weekend. He wants to do a month of just eating food off other people's plates that they'd leave behind at a cafe, right? Because he's like, you know, there's a lot of food waste in the world. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, but, the, you know, the germs. I think everyone's immediate response is, but germs. And so his response to me is, yeah, but what germs? If there were really germs on everyone else's lips that could make us sick, we'd all be sick all the time. He's Absolutely. St- he's like, germs, he's like, it's overstated. Like, if it, we were that contagious, we'd all be sick. So... It's yeah. just a cultural thing. Is that right? That's why we have an immune system. Yeah, that's, because that's what he was saying. it's designed to fight that. When I was a child, my mother stuck me in the sandbox and I ate sand. Yep. Yum. I mean, it was probably full of all sorts of stuff, but I'm still, <laughs> I'm still alive. So if someone yeah. just decided to go, you know what, from now on, I don't care who it is. Yep. If I see food on someone else's plate, they've left a cafe, I eat their meal. From a scientific standpoint, 
Is that, are you very, very unlikely to get sick if you have a good immune system? Well, well, I, no, I think, I wouldn't say that. I think it depends on whose food you're eating and what they're infected with. I mean, if they have a cold, you're going to catch their germs that way. If they have uh, a bacterial infection, you're, you could very easily catch their germs that way. It depends, and that's the same with food, while dropping, on, dropping food on a floor. Yep. So you, um, if the floor is clean, you're fine. Right. If the floor is filthy, then you have a bigger problem on your yeah. hands. Drop a cool minute in the toilet. Andy's floor is filthy. Floor. No, no, my, my floor's not filthy. Good thing you didn't rub it on his mind. Dirtiest, the dirtiest thing in your house is probably the sponge that you use to clean your dishes. Again, yep. you haven't seen Andy's mind? <laughs> Alice, thank you very much for joining very us and putting that to bed. We appreciate it. Thank you, Alice. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.